pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to One Life Left, Resonance FM's video game radio show. Series 6, episode 3. It starts here, and what an episode we have coming up for you today. You're psychic now, are you? Well, I've seen the running order. Okay. It's pretty exciting. We have the running order. You're, sh- you're showing off in front of our special guests. What we have is a track list. Okay. Uh, we have four features, if we can get through them all. We have three features. One of them is one of last year's favourites, making its return. Really? Which one's that? Not telling you. Okay. Have to find out. Got another couple of regulars coming back as well. Uh, We will have reviews later in the show. Great. Just in case you aren't familiar with the last 122 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. You know, Anne's News is coming up at some point as well, I suspect. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> and we've also got a very, very, very special guest today. Really? What, how many, just so I know, how many, um, how do you decide how many varies you're going to use that week? It's, it's just how I feel when I'm at the mic. Right, it's not a scoring system. Also, how intimidating they look opposite me. That is quite a look. I've just taken a picture, we'll upload that to Twitter in a minute. Actually, we should say before we crack on with a special guest that uh, the uh, One Life Left live chat rooms are open. Uh, if you go to tinyurl.com forward slash OLL chats. Uh, today um, we're joined by uh, Peter Molyneux, Charles Cecil, and Mark Rain are live on webcams. Really? Yep, uh, for a pound a minute. They'll uh, take this their is off like video game chat roulette. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Were you at the Developer Awards and see Mark Rain with his clothes off in the bar? I was at the Developer Awards. It was quite disturbing. Whose voice is that? It's Nicholas Lovell from Games Brief. Hello, Nicholas. Welcome. Hi, Nicholas. Hello there. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for coming on. Uh, obviously, you know you you understand how it works, right? You've listened to the show before. 122 times. Have you? That's not what you said earlier. <laughs> Do you know what he said earlier, Anne? Uh, no. He said, uh, right, so what happens then? And uh, we just we just kind of come on and chat and stuff. And he said, well, you know, I did listen to most of last week's. <laughs> <laughs> so at what oh, point, what point did you decide that you'd heard enough? Or did you or, or just switch it off, Nicholas? When I had to get on the bike to come here. Really? Yeah. Mm. I was leaving it late, as I often do. Okay. How far did you get? Uh... There were lots of news stories, so actually it wasn't <laughs> even most of it. wasn't that, even most of it. That was, in fact, a lie. It's I fine, that's to, the best bit. I listened to the news stories. OK, well, mm-hmm. that means that you won't have heard the uh, cliffhanger from last week. Have you had a good week, Simon? Yes, yeah, I've had a great week, yes. Uh, it's been really good. I went down to develop in Brighton last really? week. Really? Yeah. How was that? It was good. You were there. Uh, you were there briefly. I was there, for, I was, I was there from Tuesday till Thursday. I was there briefly on Wednesday evening <laughs> for, for the Eurogamer party, right. where I had drinks. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll talk some more about it And I did tweet later. as well from the Developer Awards. Did which, you? What did you tweet? Uh, I don't know. You can go onto my Twitter and read them. I'm pretty sure I shouldn't broadcast them. <laughs> so uh, you broadcast them over a different medium. Yeah, you met um, Rufus Hound at the Developer Awards, didn't you? I did, yes. I harangued him. Really? Yeah, I said, Rufus. He said, yes, hi. I said, well, I, I can't do an impression of Rufus Hound. Oh, oh. Yeah, something. Um, I said, hi, it's Simon from One Life Left. He said, and he said, oh, hi, uh, pretending to recognise me. I said, <laughs> I've got in touch. You said that you'd come on. And he said, yeah. And he said, look, he said, I will definitely come on, he said, um, he, uh, but not until September. Very busy man. Okay, September's fine. Ties in with a bit of news we've got later, up, later on in the show cool. as well. 
Shall we start? Shall we start the show? Crack enough, on. Uh, enough messing around. Okay, you ready, Anne? Oh, I'm ready. Seven oh four on Monday, the nineteenth of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Culture Minister Ed Basie spoke at the Develop Conference this week about the loss of planned tax breaks for the games industry. The MP said the case for them will need to be made again, but that the industry wouldn't fall over without them. He also spoke about a five million pound fund that will help UK developers. The grants will be handled by Abate University and Skillset. One Life Left has already submitted a proposal of how it would like to spend the five million. Most of it's going on confectionery and homes. <laughs> That's why you asked me if you could use that word. Yeah. Confectionery's fine. Yeah. Good. So I didn't see Ed Vasey down at Develop, Steve. I didn't see him no. either. Um, but I did ask someone what questions were asked. Okay, and what did they say? Uh, they said, yeah, he only took five of them and no one thought to ask, why did you lie about <laughs> saying we would have tax breaks and then we didn't have tax breaks? No one asked that, apparently. Should we get him on the show? Someone did ask, what's your favourite video games? That's good. Are you joking? No, I'm not. You know what what an absolute waste of a question. You know, you know what he said? Uh, obviously, Legend of Zelda Ocarina yeah, of Time. Wii Sports. So Mario. Did he? Yeah. Were you there, Nicholas? I wasn't. I was on a, some other event defending file sharing against the music industry. I like being wow. controversial, as you asked me to be. <laughs> so none of us know who this person was who asked Vasey the question. Let's, let's get him on and ask him what his favourite colour is. <laughs> I mean, really, I was, I was astonished that no one thought to ask. It, it seems like such an easy, easy thing. You said one thing, now another thing is happening. And I, I'm sure he, he would have had a well-rehearsed answer in the same way he had a very well-rehearsed answer for what's your favourite video <laughs> game. But it might have been at least a little bit more interesting to hear. Oh, everybody was probably just like, oh, we've invited this guy to our party, we don't want to upset him, <laughs> just make him, no, what make were, him cry. What they were doing was just making polite conversation. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> trying to chat him up. Uh, so what question would you have asked him, Nicholas? Ask Ed Vasey, now there's a question. I, the lie one is the best one. My biggest one would be, surely you're... No, my comment is I'm all in favour of tax breaks not happening. I Are you? The best thing. Very few so, people have come out on record saying that. Yeah, I'm not sure the phrase come out is one I want to be using. <laughs> but um, uh, but now I, I definitely think that it's a good thing for the economy not to have the old-style games developers propped up by a, by a government that's in straitened times. I think it's a very good thing. Dear, and so, um, have, you, have, you, have you spoken about this publicly to your developer friends? Uh, I first started talking about it last Tuesday when they were all really, really busy at Develop. So right. I'm yet to have them to come back and, and shoot me. But I think that might yet happen. I think it leads to um, Canada is going to be a nation of indentured serfs, not people making innovative, creative games that will be the future of gaming. I think it's going to be great. I would have asked him how you be Shenlong in uh, Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Very good. Xbox Live Arcade has been criticised by Hello Games co-founder Sam Murray. The Joe Danger creator said at Develop that XBLA is a slaughterhouse for small developers with 47% of titles released selling less than 25,000 copies. It was these figures that led to the game being launched on the PlayStation Network. Hello Games was vindicated for the move when it became Hello Awards, winning Best New Studio and Best Micro Studio at the Develop Awards. Which one of... Uh, oh yeah, well, sorry. Done, well, done, games. well done, Hello Games. Well done, Sam. Which one of Hello Games said that? Sam Murray? Was it Sam? Yeah. Was that who we were chatting to? Sam. No, we were chatting he's to all nice of them, weren't we? He's, he's a very Irish chap. It's a very lovely. Irish name, Sam. Are you sure about this? Yeah. Okay. No! What? Never mind, it's okay. So, uh, so yeah, we're very pleased for Hello Games. We liked them a lot. We were chatting to them, weren't we? We were, uh, we were. On, on Wednesday night. Seeing whether we could get uh, Sam and his colleagues to come on. Yeah, uh, well, also see if we, um, for the sequel, we could make it... Curran. We did talk. Uh, we talked about um, having them as uh, as feature contributors. This and is a as glimpse a, behind the scene, isn't and it? As, uh, as, and as booked in guests. Yeah, didn't we? there was a bit of an, uh, a bit of an altercation over yeah, Twitter, wasn't because, there? Because uh, Hello Games rightly referred to me as Steve's boss. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and so, I am your boss. so <laughs> I showed who was boss by unbooking them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not here, are they? So uh, that's because Nicholas is here. I, we'd, we'd, we'd bump Hello Games for Nicholas Lovell, wouldn't we? That's very kind of you. So, I talked to uh, Hello Games about this, uh, and that it was quite interesting watching how what they thought were quite innocuous comments escalated through the video game blogs into I hate Xbox Live forever right. uh, style stuff. Xbox, Xbox Live is a slaughterhouse, I think was the... Uh, 
was a thing. That, they, they were going to claim that it was a typo, and actually they, they meant laughter house. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't work in speech. That was the theme of last week, though, wasn't it? Basically, it if you wanted to get any press, you had to call Bobby Kotick... Yeah. And this is in no, quotes. Don't, don't, no, don't just talk don't put it in yet. quotes. Don't talk about oh. it yet. The abbreviated don't talk don't about it. Yeah. Hold on, two minutes. Lots of people being rude, I expect, was lots of stuff we're going to talk about more, I'd have thought. It was just my guess, I don't know. Are, are you covering Lewis Castle arguing with a GameStop employee at the developed keynote? No. Are you covering Mark Raingate? <laughs> no. Okay, so there's only one that we can't talk about. Yes. Yeah. So Lewis Castle had a go at um, a retailer because he just said that they were dead and one of them stood up and said, well, we're not. And then, um, what did he call them? He, he called them bandits, apparently. <laughs> Which is good to see. That was all over the uh, the news on Tuesday and then on Wednesday, Wednesday was it? Mark Rain interrupted a, a panel of indie developers That's talking about... That's not like him. <laughs> exactly. Talking about marketing with some element. Indies say they like to talk to their customers. Mark Rain sniffed and said, don't be ridiculous. That's a stupid thing to do. Um, and uh, Cliff Harris, who was the um, one of the indies, wrote a blog post which said, yeah, I thought about it really hard. I thought about whether I should say it. And I concluded Mark Rain is a jerk. That's right. And, and then and spent it, paragraph after paragraph explaining why he was a jerk. And it ended up, ended up with... Um ended the blog post with two, two words about what, what, what Mark Rain can do. And one of them is off, exactly. Tim Schafer has called Bobby Kotick something we can't say on radio. In an interview with Eurogamer, the Double Fine Productions boss said Kotick doesn't like games, is bad for the industry and should perhaps go into weapon manufacturing instead. Beef between the pair started when Activision sued Double Fine for releasing a game meant for them through EA. Schafer has since said he needs to keep his mouth shut. One IFF doesn't think that's necess- necessary but does ask that any future insults be radio-friendly. What I liked about this was that um, Activision had to issue an official response, <coughs> and it wasn't Bobby Kotick is not. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a very, you know, it's um, it's uh, it's a it's a dodgy ground actually because if you call somebody something, they 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 should be that. But instead, yep. Activision just came back and didn't say, "Well, he's not that." Um, they said, "No, he he loves games. Favorite games, Mario, probably." <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed that he. That, that he sort of went back on this because I like the idea of burning a bridge that has already ah, been absolutely. burned down. But body, body coating, should have said, well, that's nothing. Well, you're a... <laughs> <laughs> but, well, escalate, fight, Yeah, fight, absolutely, fight. but over a series of, like, like, like turn-based insults. One assumes, you know, after what happened with... Uh, although you can have tell, but one assumes they're not going to work together in the near future. <laughs> so you might as well just keep burning that bridge. OK, who are we never going to work with? <sighs> OK. Can, uh, can that be quite a long list? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably who a, yeah. are we never going to work with? I can think of a few. Um, you're, you're prepared to say? No, because no. I don't want to burn those bridges. Just in case. You're Just a coward, right. aren't you? No, I'm not. Um, then, but then Tim Schafer, well, yeah. yeah, he came back and said sorry, didn't he? Um, we're never going to work with Hello Games, not after what happened on Twitter. <laughs> they are. It's been a bad week for developers with mortgages. It was announced that Sony Online Entertainment has got rid of 41 of its staff. Rockstar San Diego has confirmed that around 40 employees were released after the launch of Red Dead Redemption. And 13 people were asked to leave independent God of War developer Ready at Dawn. Sony and Rockstar spoke about realigning resources and increasing operational efficiency and all that kind of stuff. While Ready at Dawn put it better simply saying, it sucks. Ha sucks to be you, I guess. <laughs> just uh, just to clarify, that's a callback <laughs> that's from a previous <laughs> episode. Simon's not being light-hearted about redundancy. You wouldn't have heard that, Nicholas. No, that was some correspondence from a uh, listener. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say listener. <laughs> apparently, yeah, there'll be mm. more of that later. That's bad news, Anne. It is bad news. That's, uh, wait, eight, nine, 94 people have lost their job. 94 people in one week. They had one job. Had... 94 jobs. So they've lost 94 jobs? Yeah. Mm. That's careless. At times like this, I should have looked up how many people have lost their jobs so far this year, which I track on Games Brief. I have a little searchable database of how many people have lost their jobs. I'm a cheerful soul. <laughs> yeah. Do you name them? Uh, the individuals? No. No, no. Do you get people to search before they go out on a date with a game developer? That's right. Has this person still got a job? No, I'm not going to see them. <laughs> why, do you, why do you track this then on Games Brief? I started when I was feeling really... Gamesbrief.com. Gamesbrief.com, that's my website. I started when I was feeling really miserable about the entry in 2008, and it seemed like a cheerful thing to track. I plan to one day track investments and all the other positive stuff, but lots of people do that, and nobody. You have stuff. It, I imagine you have it wired up to a sort of very uh, Victorian clock yeah. that just ticks over, maybe makes a little, a little soulful chime every time another person. Or you could have the opposite of the uh, church thermometer, which just kind of drains, drains and Canada slowly. fills up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to have a redundancy story every week. Is that the plan? Well, you should ask Nicholas that. Actually, if you mm. have done yeah. pretty well every week for, since the start of two thousand eight. So mm. it seems likely based on current trends. Maybe maybe you could do a feature for us every week and just read out their names. <laughs> <laughs> Over some music. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What would the music be? I don't know. Death from <laughs> Salt was always a classic Spectrum favourite. And finally, in an amazing twist of ridiculous- ridiculousness, singer Joss Stone has been cast as a Bond girl in the upcoming Bond game, Bloodstone. Joss Stone, who is either British or American depending on her mood, says her character Nicole Hunter is like a posh version of Paris Hilton. What next day? One Life Left will tell you what next. Daniel Bedingfield as Spider-Man. That's what will be next. <laughs> um, that was a bit catty about Joss. Joss. Do you not like Joss. her? Maybe Simon's booked her. Simon, have you booked Joss? I, do you know, I hadn't, I hadn't uh, crossed my mind. But, Could do. Uh, Definitely do. try. You're in charge you of need to punch above your weight. Well, no, I was hoping the Hello Games were going to come on, but... Uh, Simon is definitely heavier than Joss Stone. <laughs> Don't punch her. Yeah, um, did you see the trailer for this game? I did, I did not see the trailer. Did you see the trailer, Nicholas? I saw the announcement, didn't look at the trailer. There's no point asking you, Anne, is there? Because if it's not an Xbox Live demo, you won't have downloaded it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it looked all right. They're trying to build it as the um, James Bond game in place of the film that got cancelled, aren't they? Oh, is that right? Yeah. So, um, it looks... So is he contractually obliged to be in a film, and then they cancel the yeah, films they had to put her in the game? It's a strange one, isn't it? I, yeah, mm. I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, it'll be no Metal Gear Solid, will it? But uh, and, it, and it certainly won't be Legend of Zelda. When no. was the last songstress who was a successful game oh, character? Good question. Good that question. That is a great question. Sheen Easton in Planescape Tournament is my favourite. <laughs> my absolute favourite as the tailed, tailed demon. Thief. Didn't, didn't Whitney Houston play Yoshi? Yes, she did, yeah. <laughs> and you must know. Um... Kylie, Street Fighter 2. Oh, Kylie, she was in Street Fighter 2. That's like the wrong way round, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not because it was a video game of the movie. Yeah. That's that's terribly meta. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. One Life Left Video Game News with Anne Scantleberry. is the brilliant Anna Managuchi and it's called Airbrush. It's one of their new tracks. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they're um, doing the uh, Scott Pilgrim soundtrack for the uh, video game. And they've composed that for us? Uh, no. Okay. This is taken from the internet from 8-Bit Collective, which we often use to get our music from. Don't good. trust the internet. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We should apologise to Sam and the rest of the Hello Don't Games team. Don't trust the internet. Because, uh, because obviously they're always welcome on the show. They are. There's a we seat. Didn't there's literally that. a seat there for. And they come you, as a group of four. You're going to apologise as well, aren't you? Yeah. Apparently, you're not called Sam. News <laughs> <laughs> so in from Nicholas Lovell. Sam's not called Sam. S- sorry, the internet got it wrong. What's he called? What's Nicholas? Sam called, called Sam. Sam is called. It's just such a nice guy that I, uh, I don't it's, know. It's I th- another ass name. Uh, I think he's called Stuart. Keep going. Yeah, I think he's called... That was just a lie. Oh! <laughs> don't trust men either. Men on the internet. Uh, what would Tim Schafer call him? Sick. <laughs> Beginning with S. S- Simon. Mm. S- s- Sat. S- bored. S- 
Uh, I don't even know any S names. Sam. Sean. 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 Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Literally, hello. So, uh, why is he called Sam then? I don't, I don't know. Man. <laughs> Somebody's handwriting. It's a bit is similar. It? Sean, Sam. So, where somebody, did, somebody where, can we trace transcript? this this lie back? Well, let's trace it back. What to Eurogamer? Probably. <laughs> Someone it seems likely. Or, you know how we can make this all okay? We can go and edit his Wikipedia page. Yeah. Of course. I'm changing Sam. I like it. Tinyurl.com slash OLLchat if you want to join in with Mischief right now. Um, or you can tweet us at... One Life Left. At <laughs> One Life Left. Twitter.com at One Life Left. Yes, um, somebody said that they are listening to the show now uh, and lots of non-swearing. I'm finding it quite difficult today. I'm not sure what it is about you, Nicholas, that makes me want to swear. <laughs> So, what are we talking about now? Talk about Nicholas. Are we? Yeah. Okay. When, that, when does that start? Let's go now. Okay. Nicholas. Yes. Tell us a bit about Games Brief. Uh, so you're talking, uh, I'm talking. I thought you were talking about me. Uh, <laughs> games Brief is my blog. Back. I write about the business of games. I write about anything I find interesting in games. And actually, a lot of what I find interesting is making money from games. Not just counting it, but finding ways to help independent developers make a living from making games. As so, well as looking at big guys. So, how, how do you make money from games? Uh, you stop selling them. That's a large part of it, as far as I Because you've just read a book, haven't you? I've written a book called How to Publish a Game. Right. Which is um, self-published. Does it, does, it, does it come with any guarantees? Uh, it comes with a money-back guarantee, actually. I haven't written it up on the blog yet, but it is, I've written it down on my list of things to do. A money-back guarantee. If you are not satisfied with this, you can get your money back. Which is important, because it's quite expensive. So, uh, but, but, the, but the guarantee is that if you, if you don't get a game published... You can get the money back. I mean, because you might be happy with the content. The content just might be wrong. Yeah. Well, the whole point about it is you don't need to ask. My whole thesis is that you don't need permission to get a game published. You can just publish. Okay. On so Facebook, on iPhone, wherever. So Anne, uh, obviously, um, has got a lot of great ideas. Yeah, I've got loads. Uh, what's the best way for Anne to go about publishing her game? If you have no... Co- do you have any coding skills? Um, none <laughs> relating to video games, no. Okay. That, that's, that's a bit more challenging. There is a certain presumption in my book that you have some idea how to code. Do not uh, presume. Maybe your next book could be how to code. Yeah, no, no, because I don't know how to code. Okay. Oh. I don't know how to code. I know how to get traffic to a website, I know how to build audiences, I know how to think of clever ways of extracting their money, but... Coding? No, that's not me. Okay, but okay. let's let's assume that Anne could code. She's got. I'll an just idea. get someone to do it for me. Okay, yeah, you're, you're going to contract it out. Yeah, I mean you've got loads of Twitter followers. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Twitter somebody followers. was after you in particular, weren't they? We were talking on Twitter. Really? Not yeah. to go off at a tangent, but that's true. You should. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm going to get somebody else to code my uh, brilliant games idea. Then what, what do I do? What now? Great. Um, there are the four things you need to worry about. You need to worry about selling it. You need to worry about telling people that it exists. Lyman obviously knows a lot about that marketing side. Uh, you need to find a way of getting into their sweaty little hands, and you need to find a way of uh, financing it. And that's the four things which the book mm. kind of talks about. Okay. The financing one, for most people who've never done it before, you're going to have to do it in sweat equity, that delightful term, which means you don't get paid while you do the work. Right. Uh, and that, there are lots of different ways you can think about sweat equity. S- I was going to do that, but I thought it didn't work. That does. Okay. Good. <laughs> Never heard it called that anywhere it else. It is called Does that now. From now on. In the games industry, sweat is just getting it done by hard graft. That's what the hell of games guys did. Although, when you're making a PSN or XBLA game, it's really expensive to make because you need a lot of assets to get through Sony's process. You're making an iPhone game or a uh, Facebook game, a web game. Didn't they, uh, did, didn't they get some of the pub fund? Uh, games, or is that a myth? Uh, did they, they get started pub? before that? But uh, yes, I believe they did. But the pub fund doesn't pay for development. Pub fund based for marketing. It's uh, you have to fund it yourself, and on the day you go gold, Sony uh, or go gold is a old-fashioned model which refers to a physical disc, and obviously you don't do that on PSN. On the day you launch, you, do, you just you use a special gold cable. Right, right, plug it, plug it in, yeah, and say now it's gold, yeah. um, and you um, you get the money back from Sony to say right, you've done all of that development. Now it's live. Now we'll give you some money to market it because Sony has completely realised that in order to get independent development off the ground on PSN, they need people to market stuff. So, so who's doing it well at the moment? Uh, Sean's doing it brilliantly, but to be fair, he sold his house to fund his game. Did so, he? Um, so you need to be pretty bloody brave to right. do that. Which is why he was really glad he got a second award at the Developer Awards because the first time he went up, he forgot to thank his wife who let him to um, <laughs> who let Blimey, him sell his yeah. house in oh, order okay. to fund the game. So he was very pleased that he got a second award so he could uh, make amends. Do you for think that. That there was ever any danger that he wasn't going to make his money back off something like Joe Danger? Uh, by the time it was coming close to the end, no. But at the early stages, absolutely, nobody knows what's going to work. Nobody knows anything. Blimey. It is, I mean, it is frightening if you look at PSN and XBLL, XBLA sales, like how quickly they drop off after the absolutely. ones that make their money back. There's several sort of, you know, a million or, you know, hundred thousand sellers and stuff and then it just there's a cliff absolutely uh, between the ones that just die and they're not necessarily the ones you'd think there are big games that just 
just disappear. It's one of the reasons why you asked me how would I go for self-publishing. I wouldn't try and sell your game because that's an incredibly painful either-or process. The people who were making real money on iPhone, Facebook, elsewhere give the game away for free or have some variant for free or, or on the web companies like RuneScape and Moshi Monsters. Uh, big point. Um, all of those guys are making you know, 95%, sorry, 95% of people represent about 5% of their but as we, 5% of people pay, that's what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, but as we move forward and more and more people do this, doesn't it become more and more like pyramid selling? Not necessarily. I, what I, you, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, just, just in that, like, everybody thinks you can do a game and uh, it'll be free on Facebook and therefore um, you, you know, other people can, can buy stuff. And those that are there at the top are doing that and doing that very well. But as more and more people release more and more games, we've only got a finite amount it's of time. Not, it's not pyramid selling I, it, 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 no but what, what, what I mean is those that were in at the start make money early yeah because they've got a reputation so it's like the playfish and the zingers have already got their sort of marketing model built in because as soon as you play Farmville you can see they can sell to the Farmville players all of their next generation of games that are coming out yeah absolutely and that's the biggest battle is getting these things into the consumer's hands in the first place it's the marketing like you say one absolutely. of your four points the real thing that's changed though is that um, we suddenly realise it's not all about getting a small number of people to pay you a small amount of money it's getting a tiny number of people to pay you a vast mm. amount of money so you know it's not that five percent of people pay and that's where you get your money it's that 0.5 percent of people pay you a lot and by a lot we're talking fifty hundred dollars per game and really what you're trying to do is satisfy those high rollers those whales and if you build a game designed to satisfy a mass market with one price point you're not going to achieve that what you need to do is find a game that has an opportunity for people to spend a thousand or ten thousand dollars one rushing game, $50,000 a month for a... Uh, they issue one piece of Kevlar armour. Medieval game, one piece of Kevlar armour, they sell it every month. That's pretty well the business model. Sell 12 pieces of armour a year. And so people buy it? One person buys it, that's all you need. Yeah. So, Anne, that's, that's your business model. You have to satisfy a whale. And get my wife to sell my house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Brilliant. This is Derek. A long time ago on OLL, I said there was another game in Nexus outside Tokyo and that it was here in Doncaster. I dig out the clip again like last week, but I can't remember which one it was and probably didn't work out quite as well as I'd hoped anyway. Right, where was I? Yes, Doncaster is so snided in game shops that you can barely walk down the street without encountering one. This is brought to mind by the opening of yet another game shop here in Doncaster. We've now been blessed by Granger Games muscling in on my turf. It seems they started somewhere around Newcastle and have been moving in on other people's territory for a few years now, gradually spreading further south. So far this is about as far south as they've got. It's like another Viking invasion, except they were already here, and without quite so much rape or something. Central Doncaster really support for market still seven dedicated game shops and the likes of Tesco, H&B and Astor all selling games. Like everyone keeps hearing there's X number of billions of pounds in the games market so they think it's a great idea to open a game shop. That's all very well and good but the more shops the more money is spread between them. Well Granger are going to have their work cut out for them here, competition is at its toughest and the customers here are very very tight. And what were they thinking with that horrible orange colour scheme? Derek Williams and I might be worried if my free market economy wasn't already a global success. You didn't have to beg this week, did you? Just a polite request. <laughs> we had loads of letters. Thank you very much for those. Sorry that we can't read out all of them. Uh, and to preface this exciting uh, segment of the show, if you want to email into One Life Left, Email team at onelifeleft.com And we will read out your letter next week, assuming it's good enough, like these ones. So we had quite a few letters about Kotaku. Um, Nick Chafee, Chaffee, 
Nick, certainly, said um, Nick. That, uh, that he was surprised to hear the negative comments. Um, Andy wrote in, team, regarding Jonas Brenner's emails that enraged Simon so much last week, brackets, the one that highlighted the negative comments on Kotaku. Kotaku. Which he concluded with the phrase, sucks for you. You all seem to take to, to think of this in a pejorative way, whereas I like to think of it as a gener- generous offer, which you should take Jonas <laughs> up on. I hope that helps keep up the good words. Now, um, I was back on... Kotaku, uh, Kotaku this week just to see how that thread was going and um, I printed it out but I didn't bring it with me but uh, some chap um, I forget your name thank you though pointed out to N Robes our nemesis <laughs> our internet nemesis <laughs> we're, really, uh, we're really punching above our weight <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wa- waging war on, on N Robes uh, N Robes said something nasty about us on Kotaku Nicholas uh, just so you know um, and uh, he said well hi, maybe you should listen because you're mentioned so he went back and listened he said that he found that section quite funny still didn't like the show <laughs> So what, you listened. You listened. We've got one new listener. Yeah. We've mentioned him again. So um, if, you've got, if you know people that don't like the show, um, or even people that you know that wouldn't like it and you want to annoy them, <laughs> tell us who they are. We'll argue with them during the letter section or any other part of the show, and then they'll have to listen. Uh, I, I propose Mark Rain for that. Mark Rain. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you some stuff about Mark Rain next. Is this a business model you can see working? <laughs> one by one arguing with your customers. Yeah. It sounds challenged to me. Let's give it a challenge. go. And I- Oh, sorry. Sorry, it's just this one refers to Kotaku. Go on then. Again. Uh, Hi, LLL team. Uh, Welcome back to the airs. This is from Steve Bromley, by the way. As you commented upon last year, Eurogamer have stolen your thunder and produced their own podcast. They've even got their own girl gamer, perhaps ordered off the internet. (laughs) That's how we got Anne. Anyhow, their rival podcast has been giving away free codes for games and such like to listeners. I thought perhaps you could get in on this. That's pathetic, Eurogamer. Well, you say oh, that. Bribery. Yeah. But then we he makes a good point. <laughs> Maybe the people on Kotaku would like you then. Oh, and robes. If you email in saying how sorry you are, <laughs> I will genuinely send you a code for a game. How, how sorry does he have to be? It has to meet your standards of, a, of apology. Yeah. yeah, or people can apologise on his behalf. I will send you a code for a game for sure. Is this a game you're working on? Who can say? So for the best, so for the best, the whole, uh, sorry, the best apology, either by Enrobes or on behalf of Enrobes. Yeah, we'll week. get free things. Yeah, this Eurogamer stuff. Charles Cecil went on it last week. An absolute traitor. Your friend name. Charles Cecil. My well, yeah, your former friend. Exactly. That is outrageous. Uh, Steve goes on to one. say, uh, "What free things can you uh, give away to your attentive audience? Perhaps a David Soul album, which has gone. That's <laughs> gone. We gave it away. It's gone. Or a signed picture." Of Simon outside the TARDIS. Yeah, maybe. I assume you've got one of those. Yeah. Uh, that'll Fine. show Eurogamer why you're probably the best podcast in Britain. Initially, I got annoyed about that, and then I realised it was in quotes, which means we probably said <laughs> it. Sounds which like is true. Us. We probably are. Anne. Uh, hello, team, plus super special guest. For the past few series, I felt that Craig the Rage McClelland was never really into video games. I thought he just used them as a canvas on which to spread his taboo-busting, bunky-bunky-based uh, ungents on. Turns out I was wrong. Inferior rival station BBC Radio 4 had a show about e-sportsmen, hosted by a woman who actually does know something about video games but was acting like she didn't. It wasn't a match for OLL. It did, however, have, have Craig on the show as, a, as the sample uh, MP3 attached will show. You might think that, that this couldn't be Craig, yet I think the team he works for is called Dignitas, so it must be him as he'd definitely get a kick out of promoting a suicide clinic. Cheerio, Ben. Hello. Hello. Tell us about the competition that you're about to take part in. Uh, the game is Counter-Strike. It's a uh, like special forces-based game. You've got one side that plays the counter-terrorists, and one side that plays the terrorists, and terrorists try to destroy an area with a bomb, and the counter-terrorists have to stop them. That's Craig. Who's Craig? And if you've uh, if you've got any sightings of Craig or, uh, or hearings, yeah, hearings of Craig, please get in touch. Yeah, or any of our feature contributors or feelings of Craig, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas. So this is from Dan Benden. Hi team, welcome back on the air. A triumphant return if ever I've seen one. Seven out of ten. Doesn't sound entirely triumphant to me. You have never listened to the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does that really just show that off there? I thought I'd like to get your opinion on the topic of Farmville and spending real money on Facebook games. I've recently been bullied into returning to Farmville and have joined a secret games industry syndicate dedicated to mastering the art of co-op farming. It's not so secret anymore. Um, It's quite a thrill. We were 30 short on carrots this weekend and had to settle for a silver medal. I can't help but think, had I spent real money to expand my farm, then we would have gotten gold and our leader wouldn't have shouted at us. There's there's more. Also, you can now get Farmville gift cards. See attached photo. I didn't know this, did you? At Smith's and HMV. It's the feature of games retailing. 
Smith and HMV? Uh, no, uh, gift cards. Okay. Gift cards. Boxes are, uh, boxes are on the way. That's how you satisfy the whale. Leading to the possibility of trading in old, real, in quotes, video games for credit, then buying Farmville money. Still seems wrong, though. Love and kisses, Dan. He then put a plug for his own site in, but, yeah, we don't have to do No, that. of course we do, yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, we do. We've just relaunched our for- forum with a super cool competition, tinyurl.com slash rufcomp. Ready? Hello. <laughs> yes, we are fcomp. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, brilliant. Is that it for letters? That's it for letters. No, it's not. Oh! Oh. oh. Yeah, that's it for letters, that's not it for packages. Because this week, we received a package at Resonance FM. Now, that does happen. It doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen as much as we'd like. Do send more packages. You can send us real posts. Real treats. Real actual posts. To... Resonance. <laughs> uh, is it uh, Borough High Street? Look on their website. Yeah, the address. The, the residence. Here we are. Uh, the address of presence is uh, well, One Life Left, Care of Residence, 104 FM, 144 Borough High Street, London SE11 LB. Or you can uh, you can find that on the website, which is at. Uh, www.resonancefm.com. Please send us stuff because this was so exciting. There's a note. Uh, touche, here's a free tea because we like you. Good luck with season six from bagofbees.co.uk. Bagofbees.co.uk, one of yeah. our favourite t-shirt suppliers. So what's this? My my actual favourite. Who's, who's this? So we've got a great t-shirt. Touche. 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 If you turn the label over, it might say who it's for. They've obviously decided on colours. All right, you, you've done this before. You get <laughs> uh, That's for you, Steve. I was going to say that's you. Yeah, I think that's me. It's great. It's naturally it is Steve. Great. It is. Who it is. do we think this is for? Well, it says in large letters, Simon, so I've got a bit of a clue. Thanks, <laughs> Simon. I've got the green one, thank you very much. And Anne. Black. Uh, thank you so much. So, uh, that email address again, if you want to email. Oh, we said we were going to have a theme of the week for letters. Let's think of one, and um, we'll have it. The theme of the week for letters it's is presents. just sending us presents. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll think of another theme before the end of the show. Thanks very much, bagofbees.co.uk. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, now, the return of Weeka Wikiwawa. This is Weeka Wikiwawa, the feature that anyone can edit. This season I'll be taking a close look at the Video Games Wiki Project on Wikipedia, a community that I'm ostensibly part of. The project page kicks off with some dramatic bullet points outlining the project's aims. They are to 1. Provide guidelines and recommendations for articles that describe all aspects of video games. 2. Improve Wikipedia's coverage of video games by creating, expanding and maintaining such articles. 3. Serve as the central point of discussion for issues related to video games on Wikipedia. And 4. Maintain the portal. No one told me about that when I signed up. Then there's a wall of text that's very much a case of too long didn't read. But, aha, near the bottom there are some colourful graphs and charts. The first is a chart of game articles by quality and importance. Importance ranges from low to top. Quality from stub, a very short article in need of expansion, to good article, to featured article, the gold standard. Reaching this status usually means being presented on the front page of Wikipedia. So, here we can see the extremes. There are four featured articles of top importance, compared to 14,000 low importance stubs. Those four top articles are for the NES, SNES, Wii and PlayStation 3. Hmm, some kind of Nintendo bias? On the next episode, I'll be discussing why the Wikinazis consider the Amiga CD32 to be a topic of only medium importance. I'm Duncan Timoney, and I'm a stub. Thanks, Duncan. Good to see Wiki 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 It's good to see it. It's good to say it. Good to see Wiki Wiki Wawa back. It is. It is. It is. It is. So we're going to continue talking about develop because we all had something to say. <laughs> we all said it while the mics were down, and we've uh, we've said that you can't say what you were going to say, but you're going to say something else. Something else, and you're going to say something. Uh, Tim Miller has tweeted and said that um, he's disappointed we didn't read his letter out. Sorry, Tim. No, don't worry. It's coming later. It's coming later. Don't worry. Okay, don't you worry. Yeah, no. Um, all let's talk about Mark Raingate. Um, he he said some private things in the organisers' office. So let's repeat them on air. <laughs> well, he, he, um, like, I've met Mark a few times. Well, obviously, there was, um, 
the Unreal uh, Flash Engine joke that we did on him <laughs> that was funny. last that was year. Funny. Uh, but I don't think he remembered who, who I was because he kept looking at my crotch uh, in the organised <laughs> office, which is where my, <laughs> which is where I put my name badge so that I can say to late like, "What are you doing?" Uh, so like he, his his eyes kept. Uh, dropping down there like see i'm sure he didn't know who i was but he, he was livid about unity winning some of the developer awards absolutely livid was he okay uh he said um that the that they shouldn't have got their award and um, he basically threatened um intent media's uh managing director Stuart dinsey tell dinsey if i see him he's dead <gasps> he no. said and then um michael french uh, and his lovely partner Helen have had uh, a baby, a, a baby child, baby child. <laughs> Congratulations to everybody involved a boy in that. Less. A boy, uh, it's yeah, called Nathan. 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 Well done, everybody. Yeah. Uh, this will be Nathan's first name check um, on air. And uh, Mark Rain threatened to <laughs> threaten his child. You're kidding <laughs> baby me. Child. I'm not joking. He said, "I'm no. going to take his baby." He genuinely said that. At least he said, "Take it." I mean, that's, yeah. I've slightly tweaked. <laughs> <laughs> incredible <laughs> mark rain baby snatcher take that internet watch that go um, Boom. so so you, you mark didn't rain go was to only the, joking i'm sure you didn't go yeah. to the party did you uh, i tried to go to the party yeah i got there for five minutes and uh, then um, mick morris mordio motion gave me some free drinks tokens he said there you go good luck with that tried to get a drink i heard that you were there i um, was definitely there and i realized it's gonna take me an hour i returned the free drinks tokens and these are quite valuable Commodities in, in the games industry. In, in, in the games industry, Mick Morris just ripped them up and threw them into the Brighton Gale. Useless. I um, took full advantage of the free drinks tokens. I got very drunk, really, really, really drunk. That Did night. you embarrass yourself? Well, you know that moment when you uh, you wake up in the morning and you think, okay, so here we are. Here I am. Maybe we. Who's she? Know. And who's he? What's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, woke up, yeah, it was definitely, there was no one else in the room, this hotel room in Brighton, heads hurting, and I'm thinking, okay, so I've been through this before, have to remember what's, what happened last night, and just hope, hope against hope, that I wasn't rude to anyone, didn't burn any bridges, didn't, you know, say anything I regret, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. I thought, oh, I saw that person... Didn't tell them what I really thought of them. Good, good. <laughs> I saw that, but I was really nice to them. Wow, drunk Steve, you're getting better at this. This is going, this is going okay. I saw that person, and it was all, it was all fine. Everything checked out. And I thought this is, this is going well. Then um, maybe um, were you closed when you were having this internal monologue? <laughs> you're just trying to fully imagine. No, it. I am. Yeah. Do we really want to know this? I do. Yeah. I'll tell you off. Okay. Um, so I. Um, so I was, it was all fine. I went to work and I was uh, getting through the day and, you know, it's all good. And then I was in a meeting uh, and my mind was wandering a bit. And I thought, wait a second. Oh, yeah, I talked to um, Ian Simons last night. Oh, yeah. Ian Simons, Nottingham, Nottingham yeah. Game City. Our friend Ian. Our friend Ian. And, um, yeah, we talked to him about what we were going to do this year at... Um, one laugh left. At, at uh, Nottingham City. And we talked about one night left. Oh, that's really exciting. We, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get... Um, some people, some people I'm really excited about involved with that. It's going to go brilliant. Talked about maybe doing a talk as well, and I uh, agreed to doing one laugh left. Oh, <laughs> I did it! Did you? Yes. And genuinely, as I remembered this in my me- in the meeting, I went, "Oh no!" <laughs> Out loud. <laughs> And I had to leave the room to pretend that I'd had a family emergency and just sat in the toilets for the while with my head Did in my you? hands. That's fantastic. Nicholas, one laugh left is going to be our stand-up... It's going to be our video game stand-up comedy night in Nottingham Game City this year. We're doing video... It's, it's agreed to now. We're definitely doing it. <laughs> video on. games and stand-up comedy. Are you sure? Stand-up comedy based around video games. It's going to be brilliant because I'm going to come on oh. hidden in a box. <laughs> Simon's, Simon's got one joke and like, that's the like joke. Like in Metal Gear Solid, you see. And then everyone's going to go... Wee! Like that, it'd be really funny. God. You're trusting an entire audience to behave the way you want them to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what trusting. do you think of this business model? <laughs> Reaching out to your top fans, that's good. Yep. Ex- Not sure this mechanism is going to work. Oh, I think it's going to be brilliant. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I have, I have genuinely been um, in denial about this, denying Simon the opportunity to do this for at least two years, possibly more. Um, 
and now we're doing it. I even ha- I even know when we're doing it. We're doing it on the Wednesday night. Are we? Oh. Yep. Excellent. We're doing it on the Wednesday night, and we're doing one night left on the Friday night. Right. What are we doing Thursday? <laughs> what <laughs> <Just> imagine? <laughs> Heads in hands in hotel rooms, crying. Just for you standing over me, going, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. So for the next, um, for the we next whatever number of weeks, we we're going to be working on jokes, so that can be a new feature. You're right. trying to get real, really, actually funny people to do this. Or well, just we, you well guys? that's what I'm going to get. About. We're going to get some comics up to do some video games. Jason Manfred's a big fan, right? Of big us, fan of yeah, games. Thanks, no. Uh, Rufus Handel, no, no doubt. Ian like Lee. the way you. <laughs> <laughs> Of games. <laughs> of games. I have no idea when that on that. I'm sure he loves it. Ah, that's excellent news. Well done, Steve. Yeah. Nicholas, okay. did you did you run into anybody at the development conference that you shouted at or I don't think I was rude to anybody in oh, the whole three days. I'm slightly disappointed. I mean I did, you know, kind of said the whole anti tax break thing, which got a, a, a surprisingly large rise, but um nothing where anybody would have tweeted my outrageous did imprecations about certain people in the industry. And did Mark Rain threaten you? No, I don't think so. Last time I saw Mark Rain, I had to stop him having a fight with Ian Baverstock on stage. But um, that uh, guy that is outrageous. It. Well, he had this kind of it, what looked like an Android, an Android iPad. Oh, uh, I saw that uh, yeah. kind of device, which um, nobody's ever heard of or has been announced or anything else. And he was waving around an iPad and this prototypey thing. I saw that. And Ian Baverstock was trying to—I can't remember—gesticulate or grab hold of it, and there was kind of a whole bunch of fisticuffs going on. Excellent. Mark Payne's famous. For this. That's probably got him on. To be yeah, fair. more. Well, we wouldn't have him on here. He'd be too scared. On <laughs> he's quite a small room. He's a big guy. We're going to have a bit of music now, okay? And then uh, we'll come back after this with some reviews. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, we're a show about video games. I'm Steve Curran, by the way. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. It's much cooler in here than it was last week. Yeah, the door. Uh, the door's open, isn't it? That's the, um, the background noise you can hear. It's the, uh, no, the I just sirens said, of... I just meant we've all got a bit cooler. Cheers. Seems unlikely be... you brought me on. <laughs> we're going to be even cooler in a, a few weeks' time, aren't we? We are, says, hi, I'm Simon Byron. Why did you suddenly introduce yourself midway through the show? <laughs> well, I was expecting you to, to okay. do that as well. It's good policy to explain, because I assume we're getting more and more um, listeners every week. And basically loads. people we don't like. <laughs> who we're going to well, have to argue with. who we are? Going to need to know who we are so exactly. they can address us angrily in emails. I'm, I'm Tom Brownwell. <laughs> uh, who are you? I'm Alice Canterbury, but then I say that every week at the beginning of the oh, show. That's and true. Yeah, that's true. Right. We're joined this week by... Nick, uh, Nick. Can I call you Nick? I prefer Nicholas. Do I don't you? always win. In fact, I usually don't yes. win, but I prefer Nicholas. I'll I stick by. Daniel Dan last week, didn't I? I know, I know, I know. We're going to stop being so informal. We are going to call. I did call myself Stephen, which was weird. <laughs> it's because you've been talking to the actual Stephen Curran over Twitter, haven't I you? I know, I have, I have. 
Uh, anyway, sorry, we've only got 50 seconds to explain this now. Uh, we're going uh, clubbing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the big chill. Come on! We've been. Oh, is it well. fair to say we've been asked? We were asked to go and do the show at the, the uh, at the big chill. Big chill out. And we are going to. We're going to have our own tent. Come on! Is this uh, an excuse to blag free tickets? Not at all. No, they asked us. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, we will be we will be in a tent on the Saturday doing the radio show in some form from them. You're going to try and book some stand up comics <laughs> to come with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, or failing not jump out and jump in out of a box. We're not quite funny. sure how we're going to do this yet. Uh, we're going to have a tent in some area. Uh, I'm sure it will be on their site or something. Yeah. She'll be able to find us. You can always just text me. <laughs> I'll let you know Sweet where we are. Us. Um, yeah, I know. I uh, on the Friday, if you are there on the Friday, we're going to be doing um, some eight bit music. I'm going to be there with Sabre Pulse. We're um, coming up on the Friday as well, aren't we, um, Anne and I? Yeah, but only Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, that's mm. fine. Um, it's a good job we didn't do uh, Latitude, wasn't it? Time for reviews. We're going to have to be really quick about these this week. I've been playing flick, uh, flick football on the iPad, which oh, makes okay. me eat all sorts of an idiot. Uh, it's it's fine. You flick a football, you score goals. It's really good. Seven out of ten. Brilliant. I've been playing Words with Friends on the iPod Touch. That's okay. very old. Uh, it's basically Scrabble with the tiles uh, a bit mixed around. Jay is now worth ten points. Can you believe it? That's, that's all they need to do to avoid any sort of copyright. Must be. They've moved the triple word scores as well and switch around some of those right. uh, bonus tiles. But otherwise, it's Scrabble and it's brilliant 7 out of 10 uh, thanks to Tim Miller who emailed in ages ago um, a suggestion of a game that I could play on uh, Xbox Live Arcade uh, and then emailed it again last week uh, I played Fish Listening to Radio I bought the actual game and I paid 80 Microsoft points really? yeah it's really cute uh, it's all drawn and then it, as you get more points it starts getting coloured in and you basically are just trying to protect a radio and Aren't eat- most games drawn? <clears throat> no, but it's like drawn like you would draw on paper. Oh, okay. Like not like you would draw on a computer screen. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and so you're trying to protect a radio, uh, which uh, and there are rods coming down. You need to eat the worms on the rod uh, on the hooks before they start going up, because if they go up and you eat them, then you get pulled up and die. <gasps> um, and then you protect a radio for no reason. That like how no gruesome reason. is the death? Uh, it's fine. You just you just float up to the sky. That's not to be scared of, then. That no, sounds quite not. good. Also, do you under, understand the definition of quick? <laughs> You're looking for a quick review. <laughs> um, right, I, play, I played an actual game. She's oh, sorry, that's true. Yeah, yeah. well done. And well for it. Uh, yeah, it was really nice, but really, really infuriating. I would give it 7 out of 10. Nicholas. So, do I say I'm Nicholas Lovell? Everybody yes, else is doing yes. it. So I've been playing this indie game called Darkwind. It's got about a thousand players in the whole world. It's made by a chap in Ireland who is actually called Sam. Uh, and if you ever played the, uh, this is showing my age here, an 80s board game called Car Wars by Steve Jackson. It's basically that game on the web. It's cars with guns, a post-apocalyptic world, incredibly unforgiving. All your characters die. It's very painful. What sort of game is it? Uh, it's a turn-based shooter. Okay. But with cars, so you have lots of people shooting each other in an online environment, and it's inc- and you design your own cars, you do your own loadouts. It's about as geeky as it possibly gets. That sounds awesome. Let's let's is let's this, get it. Is Seven this, out of ten. Is it free to play or is it? Uh, there is quite a lot free to play. Sort of uh, races, arena combats, uh, battles. If you want to go out into the wilderness and really search down the pirates, okay. uh, you, it's a subscription. And um, have you spent fifty thousand dollars on a suit of armor? No, because I'm trying to persuade Sam to allow people to do that because I. I lost my laser recently. I paid 750000 in-game money. I'd have cheerfully paid real money to really? replace that laser. Cool. Wow, that's uh, good. Um, yeah, come back next week when um, one of us, no doubt, will be slagging off Limbo. But now, it's Talia. Hey, Talia. Hey, Simon. Uh, how are you today? <laughs> good. Okay, what have you been playing? Um, well, it might not be a DS game, might not be PSP, but it sure is computer. <laughs> Club Penguin. Club Penguin. Um, that's like it's basically World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, but for children, isn't it? <gasps> Stop me there, but I have no idea what you said, but probably. Okay, so what do you do in Club Penguin? Well, you get this penguin, and you get this house, and you get to like customize your own work. Um, I've got one of my penguins. It's called it's called Talia Byron. Right. 
And, and what does Talia Byer and the Penguin do? <laughs> well, you gotta win. You gotta go onto go into these extra rooms and win games. Right. And what every game you win, you get a few points right. for it. Rated, and then you save up your points so you can get things. Right. Um. I know. I've read about Club Penguin. Obviously, I'm not allowed on it because I'm too old. I mean, I have tried to pretend that I'm younger, but um, apparently the um, the internet police don't like that. Um. As far as I understand it, it's just about trying to get you to spend your pocket money, isn't it? Um. How, not... how much money? How much actual money have you spent on Club Penguin? Five ninety-five, but. Really? But that's only if you want to, they don't force you, because that's right, only so, for membership. So why did you? You spent five ninety five on what? On membership. And what, and what benefits does membership bring? Like, you can do more games and stuff, and you can earn more money. Well, you know that this sort of thing probably exists on the internet for free anyway, don't you? Huh? Have you made any friends through uh, Club Penguin? Yeah. Who? Robin 909. Right, who's Robin 909? My friend called Katie. Okay, you know that your friend called Katie is probably an old married man. I see my friend called Katie. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, only you... 11, thanks. Right. <laughs> you be careful on the internet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, um. Uh, just, 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 just quickly, do you play supervised or unsupervised? Well. I do tell my mum when I'm going on the computer, and I do. My mum doesn't see right me on the computer. She's too busy. Would you mind if she saw you on the computer? No. Okay, keep it that way, all right? Um, what school? <laughs> what school you gonna give Club Penguin? Seven out of ten. I have to. Thanks, Talia. <laughs> was the new Grilly single from Grilly uh, and uh, he said uh, he asked, asked us whether we wanted to listen to it we did so much we wanted to play it too you can find it at tothebeboats.bandcamp.com thanks for selling, sending that in Grilly it's called Fumito was it Fumito Fumito you Fumito so it's you. clever because Fumito made, good. made thanks for that never mind uh, PC Zone PC Zone closed this week so it didn't close they're working on the last issue this week it was announced um it's really sad news. It was the first PC games magazine in the UK, pioneered a form of journalism which I think many adored, produced some amazing writers right through to the end, um, and was the result of chronic under uh, chronic underinvestment in the editorial department. 
It was all political. It's true. It was absolutely the first magazine I fell in love with. Like, I, I mean, it was. It's partly responsible for me being here in this studio right now. In that I was fifteen. I used to, I dabbled with PC format and <sighs> PC review Those and nerds. Yeah, they were quite serious. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I picked up, I, th- I think, maybe a, a couple of gaming magazines and never really sort of got them. And, and then bought issue one of Zone and it was just like something else. Suddenly I felt like these were people who truly understand it, uh, understood what it was to be a, a disenfranchised PC nerd so with uh, anger management issues. <laughs> so and basically, uh, you like the PRL jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, right. uh, absolutely. And uh, David McCandless and Duncan McDonald and Charlie Brooker, of course. They did some amazing things. Totally, and uh, I was I was a loyal reader um, right up until I moved to university and forgot all about video games. <laughs> so so yeah. I'm, I'm still a subscriber. Are I don't you? have the last issue. What? And then I'll cancel my subscription to any paper magazine of any sort. And really? My That's dabbling it, that. That's with it. magazine is over. I had an opportunity to write for it a while back. Uh, Jamie Dolling, who used to be uh, the editor, I think. Right. He said, uh, oh, yeah, Steve, you know, we could do something. Because I always had this thing where, oh, I could write for it and that could be my final piece of game journalism. You know, fell in love with the magazine, wrote that, that would be it. Never got around to it. Now look, it's look gone. At what happened. So there's got to be a uh, lesson. You've got a week. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. They are just trying to find commission a feature. Yeah, exactly. So congratulations, and we hope everybody on it does well. Indeed. Um, thank you so much for listening to One Life Left this week. Let's end on a high note. Uh, yes, uh, we will be here forever. We're not going anywhere. No, we're not. Uh, no, no one can close us down. I'm going to be in Nottingham on from Resonance, and we're overrunning, so we could probably get closed <laughs> down. I'm going to be in Nottingham on Friday night, Game City Nights. If you're around, do come. Uh, thank you very, very much to all of our contributors. Thank you to Resonance. Thank you to uh, everyone and you. And Nicholas, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>